0: It's great, isn't it? Just ordinary people, God just touching lives and changing lives. And there's something very profound about this evening. You know, Jesus says in one of those most holy moments in Scripture that the world will know that the Son came from the Father when it sees the church in unity. This, just even before we do anything else, there's something about sitting in the same room saying we serve the same God, we worship the same Jesus, we call on the same Holy Spirit, which is incredibly powerful. I don't know about you, but, um, but this week's been hard, hasn't it? I mean, you'd have to be pretty emotionally dead not to turn on your TV and be radically affected by what you see. Um, whether it's London or Manchester or Cairo or Manila or Kabul or... You know, it's just become a litany of of stuff we don't understand and stuff we say, God, we need you. Come, Holy Spirit. We need you. And you know, something occurred to me this week. I I began to think, you know, it's very easy for me to put my head in my hands or shake my head or point a finger at other people. But I began to think, you know, Maybe it's on me. Maybe it's on us. Maybe the answer doesn't lie in who wins on Thursday. Maybe you figured that out already. Maybe the solution doesn't lie in what I put on, on my ballot paper, although that's important that I do. I'm, I'm loved by the creator God. I'm saved by Jesus I'm full of the Holy Spirit I'm called to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world I'm called to to flavor this earth and I'm called to illuminate where there's darkness and so are you it's on me it's on us it's on me it's on all of us God we need you Holy Spirit would you come would you fill us in such a way that we might shine would you fill us in such a way that we might be in the center of your repair job for this world it's it's on us and it reminded me of of some words of scripture that you will have read maybe a number of times god is speaking to his people israel and king solomon is is freaking out really <laughs> because he's been called to build the temple that david wasn't allowed to build and he built this temple and it was like the pinnacle of his life and, and the temple was supposed to represent and be the very dwelling place of the presence of God. And the people of Israel were supposed to be salt and light, witnesses to everything that God is doing in the world and who he is. And he said, God, if you, if you leave us, if you don't presence yourself here amongst us, if you don't fill this place with your spirit and your power, then we're done for. And God said this. He said, I've heard your prayer. If my people, if my people, called by my name, will humble themselves and will pray and will seek my face and will turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Then I will forgive Their sin, their sin, and then I will heal their land. I think God is saying this, if my people will get that they're my people, if my people will truly get who they are and what they have and do the things they're supposed to do, then this whole stuff that we're dealing with is going to get sorted in my time and in my way. If, 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 if you will get, if I will get who I am, what I have in my hand, what I'm called to and will play my part in the transformation that God wants to do, then you better watch out. Because God's going to hear. And he's going to forgive me. And he's going to heal this land. What would it look like To actually recognize that we're the people of God. Your primary identity is not in your relational status or in your job description or in your dress size or in your denominational allegiance, if you have one at all. None of those things are top of the list or even close to the top of the list. Your primary identity is you're a daughter of God, you're a son of the living God who loves you so much that he sent his only son for you and sent his spirit to fill you that you might be his ambassador on this planet. You're the people of God, called by my name, which means effectively backed by his name. (laughs) That's cool, isn't it? You're the son or daughter of God backed by his name which means backed by his power which means backed by his perfections which means backed by his identity which means that he who can do anything you're backed with every resource of heaven to be a witness to who God is. If we, if we get who we are and then humble ourselves. The, the Hebrew word is the word kana. There are 12 words for the word humble in the Old Testament, but this is the strongest word. It means, to, it means to kneel, it means to prostrate yourself, it means to lower yourself as low as you can go. It means that you've got to deal with the fact that your competences will not fix it. Theresa May is not going to fix it, Jeremy Corbyn is not going to fix it, even She thinks she is, but she's not going to be able to fix it. And you can't either, and you can't either humble yourself before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and say, Holy Spirit, would you come? Because if you don't come, I'm done for. I can't do this thing. I can't run this life. I can't do my job. I can't be your person. If my people will humble themselves and pray, that word prayer is the word paga. And it literally means meeting place. It means a meeting place between heaven and earth. If my people will pray, if my people will call all the resources of heaven to all the needs of earth, and will get serious about you know, the moment that our prayer meetings become more populated than our preaching meetings, heaven pricks up its ears and hell shakes. The enemy will, will um, attack your prayer life more than he will attack anything else. I'll tell you why. Because he knows something. He knows the minute you begin habitually to paga, you become paga. The moment you begin habitually to call on the meeting place of God, heaven and earth, you become the meeting place of God, heaven and earth. Because your lifestyle begins to reflect the lifestyle of heaven. If my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, if if the primary call on your life will be, I want the presence of God, I need the power of God, but I want the presence of God. Do you know my kids are obsessed with signal? Are you? GPRS, kill me now. You know, I haven't got reception. There's no Wi-Fi We run to a place and we've got to find a Wi-Fi connection. If the people of God were as obsessed with the presence of God, as we are with broadband, then we might begin to see a move of God in this nation. Seek his face. Seek his face. You thought that when you prayed, you would change God's mind. No, 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 no. no. When you pray, he wants to transform your heart and your mind and your perspective and your will so that you begin to move according to his will and his perspective. That's what he's trying to do, seek his face, people, and turn from your wicked ways. If my people will say anything that is inconsistent with the perfect will of God I don't want it I don't want it in my life I don't want any idol any distraction I don't want any division If when the church will say we don't want any division we will become the cheer section of everything God is doing in this city then watch out 110 years ago a Welsh preacher called Evan Roberts he was 26 years of age and he was just a student and he was invited to preach in fact he wasn't invited to preach he asked to preach in his hometown of Lockar and they said that he couldn't preach that he could give a few words after the prayer meeting I think it was a Wednesday night 17 people stayed to hear Evan Roberts' first sermon in his hometown church in Lockar and he had four points, here they are Confess any known sin to God. Put away all wrongdoing. Destroy any doubtful habit. Obey the Holy Spirit promptly. I mean it's not rocket science, is it? But within days and weeks, a hundred thousand people came to know Jesus in Wales. because here's a guy who is willing to say I humble myself before the Lord I'm praying I'm seeking his face and I'm turning from anything I know to be wrong then God hears me then he forgives me our sin our sin it's on us then he will heal our land can you imagine what that would look like the land of Scotland being fully healed can you imagine all the creativity and the passion and the entrepreneurial spirit that's been, that's been crushed suddenly arising and glorifying Jesus Can you imagine every division that we have created because of our petty-mindedness suddenly being unified and brought together? Can you imagine a re-evangelization of Europe happening because the people of God in Scotland got excited about who Jesus is and said, we're going after it because it's on us? We're stopping pointing the finger at everybody else. We're taking our responsibility. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you come, Holy Spirit? God, we need you.